Hey friends, this is Anna with Identity-Based Nutrition, and I want to share some thoughts today on what to do when you feel like you're not making progress in your health. So maybe you have done a lot of good things for your body, like changed your diet or added certain supplements, or you've been exercising, um, you've got a new routine going, um, or you've just been kind of, you keep trying to integrate more healthy practices in your life, but you just feel like I'm not seeing the results I really want to see. And you feel frustrated and down about it. And like, this is never going to change. I just want to present a couple of ideas. And these are a little bit, um, conceptual there, but they're very, very important at a foundational level to help you understand what's going on inside of your system and, um, how to work with it and how to change it. So the, the first thing that, that I want to say is everything that's going on in your life and in your body is calling you to, or could be calling you to go a little bit deeper than just simply the, you know, the next diet or exercise program. And you've probably heard me say this before, but, but the symptoms, whether physical or emotional symptoms that are showing up in your life, they're really your friends. They're not here to tell you that there's something messed up or wrong about you, um, that uh, you're just not working hard enough, not trying hard enough. They're really just trying to point you home, point you in the direction where you can really thrive. So if you have this foundation of understanding that when it's not something's not working with your health, that this, these symptoms are really just trying to point you in a direction that really fits for you, I call that alignment. Just the 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 straight like north star direction that you need to head for your body and often for your life. So to help you understand what I'm going to explain today, quick rundown of the the basic layers that make up you. So think of it as um, almost like a geode with uh, all of the different layers. You've got the outer layer that looks like a normal rock, and then there's all these inner layers. So the think of it as the outside layer, that's your body. That's the layer that we always we usually start working with when we start working with our health. Next layer in is your conscious mind, the part of your mind that's like, I'm going to go on a diet, or I'm going to do this, um, I'm going to get up this morning, and I'm going to exercise, or... Um, It's the part that's kind of planning out your day, keeping your schedule, all that. So that's about 5% of your mind. That's not a very large part, but it's there and it's important. And then you have your subconscious mind. And your subconscious mind is the iceberg underneath the surface of the water, so to speak. It's this large and in charge um, part of our minds that does things for us. Like uh, you've probably been driving along and realized that you went through the traffic light behind you without even realizing whether it was red or green. And likely it was green, but your subconscious mind took over all the driving. Your conscious mind was elsewhere. It was thinking about what you're going to, you know, um, cook for dinner tonight or what was going on at work or what's happening with your children. So that's your subconscious mind at play. And it's constantly working. Um, the conscious mind processes at about four a million bits per second, the subconscious mind for, oh wait, uh, 40 bits per second, sorry, conscious mind, 40 bits per second, subconscious mind, 40 million bits. So basically a million times more faster, um, and just more going on in the subconscious mind. So that's why, um, in my work that I do, 
I, I found it so incredibly valuable to work with the subconscious mind. And it's something that people freak out a little bit. They hear the term subconscious and they're like, Ooh, you know, it's, it feels like some sort of, um, you know, thing that is, is just too, too big, too much of a maze to even try to like talk about or process. Um, but once you know how to work with it, it's fantastic. It can really work for you and not against you. We just have to get the subconscious mind on board to get it to work for us and not against us. So because the subconscious mind is so large and in charge, it stores things like feelings, emotions, memories. And then the one I'm going to talk about today, um, which is self-beliefs or beliefs about our identity, about who we are. And we grow up, you know, from the time that we're born to about the time that we're five, we're absorbing so much of the world around us. We're absorbing our parents' um, perspectives of life and our friends. And we're just, all we're doing is we're just watching life and just seeing how, um, how, how the world works and, and what to believe and what not to believe. And, and when it comes to food, we pick up a lot of, um, beliefs about food and about when to eat and what to eat and how much to eat and what's bad for you and what's good for you. And these things become programmed into our subconscious mind. So we also, you know, we also store these on a, on a deeper level, we store these self-beliefs, these identities, like I am, um, thin or I am overweight or I am, you know, my family is all um, diabetic, so I will be as well. Um, we, we store all sorts of beliefs about what makes life fun, what sort of foods make life fun, what to do when you go to a movie theater, what you do whenever it's Thanksgiving. There's all of these subconscious programs that, that get locked into place at this early age, and we don't even know that it's happening. We don't even know that that's, that's, it's actually just programming in our subconscious mind. So here's the thing, as we begin to really work on getting in touch with that deeper layer, um, which I didn't get to when I was telling you about those, those layers, the geo layers, the, the deepest layer is what I call your core, your truest self, your truest identity. This is the part of you that is connected to God, that is, has always has peace within it. It's the real you, the part of you that is, um, that's, that is still around whenever you die. That's, that's not your body. It's not your mind. It's the truest you. This, this part of you has the most healing capacity and we want to really get in touch and spend a lot of time with this part of us whenever we are, um, working with our health, because here's what happens if you don't, if you don't really work with the subconscious mind and really dig deeper into this core of you, then you get stuck. The subconscious mind acts like a blockage, really keeping you from, um, from making the progress with your health because you might be doing all these wonderful foods and supplements and you know exercise, but if your subconscious mind has gotten the idea that you are destined to be overweight, for example... Or that it's just, you know, your fate is that basically you're always going to struggle with money or that you, your family will always deal with, um, you know, heart disease. And so you're just stuck with that. That literally 
locks into your subconscious mind. And by the way, the subconscious mind informs your body. It's not just up here in your head like you think about it. It's actually throughout your entire body. So when your subconscious mind has something, has has got something programmed into it, it's going to do it like come hell or high water because that's what it's been programmed to do. And it's not, it's not that our subconscious mind are malicious or anything. It's just that they, that's the part of us that gets programmed, that they, that culture can affect. And it's the part of us that has to be transformed. And we have to know how to work with in order for our truest self to be like that light inside that just shines out into the world. And for, and in order for us to find out what's, what's the most authentic, um, lifestyle for me, what's the most authentic, um, not just, you know, eating, but, but who, who am I really? And how, what, what does it take for me to thrive? Since there's no one size fits all diet, we have to find out, you know, within ourselves, we have to tune into ourselves and find out what really helps me thrive. So your body will give you clues when the subconscious mind is, um, is, uh, you know, whacked out and, um, is, is programmed a different direction. Um, your body will start to give you symptoms and it'll start to kind of help you understand like, oh yeah, my subconscious mind must be wired towards gaining weight, or it must be wired towards never really being, never, um, never having enough weight. Or if, if that's one of the things that you deal with or, um, always being sick. That's one of the things people deal with a lot of the time is, is, um, feeling like, they're, they're, they're basically a victim to, to lots of pathogens, um, rather than, than being programmed to have a really strong immune system. So I want to give you an example of how this works. And I think it's incredibly fascinating. This will maybe give you a more solid sense of what I've been talking about because these are big concepts. So if it's hard to follow, I totally understand that. Hang in there. Um, there's a, a man by the name of John Gabriel, and you may have heard of him. He, um, he wrote a book called The Gabriel Method, and he lost over, uh, he was over 400 pounds, and he lost all of the weight um, that he needed to lose, um, but in a very um, against the grain sort of way, and against the grain is not the word I'm looking for, but um, in, in a way that is, is not common to people. It's not the de- diet, exercise, deprivation mindset. And um, a little bit of his story is he was living in New York in New York at the time, and he was over four hundred pounds. And he um, he didn't he wasn't always that way. Like as you know, a, a teenager, he was trim and fit and healthy, you know, to whatever degree. But as he started a, a pretty stressful job, he started noticing the weight pile on, and he did what a lot of other people would would normally do: is they go on a diet. Well, that di- as you know, dieting can actually make problems worse because your body has to feel safe in order to heal, in order to lose weight. And so, um, he kept gaining, 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 and he could not figure out what was going on. And so at a certain point he, he basically, um, he, he just said, there's some reason he figured out and had this aha moment. So there's some reason why my body will not let go of this weight. And so he, he shifted his focus. He, he, he moved, he sold his business. He made like a really big change. Um, and he just started learning how to nourish himself. And he really mainly did two things. One was he learned how to add um, really nourishing foods to his body. He didn't go on a diet. He just learned how to take care of his body and to give it the nourishment, the nutrients that it needed. And then the other thing that he really worked with was his subconscious mind. 
and he used things like meditation and visualization. And within um, two years, he went from you know over 400 pounds to, you see the before and after pictures of him. He's like 180 or something like that. But here's the thing. He's not, he doesn't have sagging skin. He doesn't, it doesn't look like he lost the weight in an unhealthy way. His, his body is toned and it's tight and the skin is, is stretched over the muscles and he looks great and he is healthy. He's not dealt with emotional eating or food cravings or an unhealthy relationship with food or any extra weight gain in, I think it's been 10 or 15 years now since that happened. And so that is a perfect example of um, working with the subconscious mind. He worked with his body, which is really powerful, but he worked with his subconscious mind. And what he did was he visualized himself as that trim, um, toned, energetic, vibrant, full of purpose, like that person. So what he was essentially doing, he doesn't use this languaging, I use this languaging, but what he was essentially doing is he was tuning into his truest self. And he spent a lot of time with the truth rather than all the lies, all the old identities, all the old programming. And he really started to learn how to work with his subconscious mind and his truest self to really bring out his best self. And he, he has an amazing life and he has a really amazing body. And so that that's something that is um, a, a really powerful picture of what can happen when you work with your subconscious mind and you work with the old identities, the old things that you've always believed about yourself, but the, but they're they're actually not true. You just don't know that they're not true, and and it's not your fault. I mean, this programming happens, and we have to we have to learn how to to find our way out of the darkness and into the light. And um, it's so important that you question anything that is causing you suffering. So if it's if it doesn't feel right, if it doesn't feel like peace. I encourage you to question if it's truly for you or from God, um, or if it's just old programming, old beliefs that have gotten locked in there. Um, so that is that is just uh, something that's been really on my heart to share with all of you because it's so important that you question those things that that have caused you suffering for a long time. You start to ask yourself, is that really my truest self? Is that really the truth about me? And, and then learn how to work with this deeper part of yourself, this subconscious mind. So on a practical level, the things that I recommend that you consider when you're working with a subconscious mind is things like EFT tapping, which is one of the modalities that I use that helps work with stress to bring you from stress mode to peace mode. Um, and peace mode is that relaxation response that will help you heal your body. It, it's where your body is in the, the mode of healing, not in the mode of surviving. Um, another one that's really good that I love is Emotion Code um, that um, my sister Laura does. It's fantastic. And it helps clear trapped emotions from your body really quickly and easily so that, that these these old programs that get locked in the subconscious mind start to clear out. Um, I've seen some fantastic things happen with both of those modalities. And then learning how to meditate or visualize um, if you, if you saw my last, uh, a couple weeks ago, I sent out a, an email about meditation and how my nephew Gavin calls it moditation. It's his favorite thing. And, um, it, it's a great way of saying it because you, you're getting, what you're doing is you're getting from 
stress mode into peace mode. And so learning how to meditate or moditate um, is fantastic to work with your subconscious mind. And then also learning how to visualize. The visualize the, the truth of who you are and spend a lot of time with that truth rather than spending time with the lies and the old identities, the old ways of seeing yourself. Um, now, for those of you who are a little bit uh, wary of meditation or visualization, I just want to say again that um, I have, I was as well, and I was really nervous about it. And um, I felt like God really did show me that, you know, we visualize all the time. We just usually visualize negatively. We visualize um, bad things happening. We visualize ourselves as um, not beautiful or um, overweight or um, getting sick all the time or not having what it takes. We're visualizing those negative things, those, those false things all the time. But because your subconscious mind is a powerful creative force, it can actually cause those things to happen. And um, what we want to do is bring the, the subconscious mind in on board with the truth so that it can create the truth. And we can allow what God wants to bring through us and what we want to create out into the world. So those two things are, are fantastic um, as well. So this just gives you an idea um, of some of the tools that you can use to create along with God, be that co-creator with God in your life so that you can be your truest self in the world. You can feel amazing in your body and you can really learn how to work with these deeper places and, and make huge step forward, steps forward in your health rather than um, spinning your wheels or staying on the dieting hamster wheel or the, the exercise hamster wheel. Um, Something in your life may be calling you to dig deeper, and uh, hopefully the, this has given you some insights and uh, will help you further. 